paper 38, Ministering Spirits of the Local Universe. There are three distinct orders of the personalities of the infinite mind, the ministering spirits of time, the messenger hosts of space, and the higher personalities of the infinite mind. As the supernophim in the central universe and the seconophim in a super-universe, so the seraphim, with the associated cherubim and sanobim, constitute the angelic core of a local universe. The seraphim are all fairly uniform in design, from universe to universe, throughout all seven of the super-universes, they show a minimum of variation. They are the most nearly standard of all spirit types of personal beings. Their various orders constitute the core of the skilled and common ministers of the local creations. Section 1. Origin of Seraphim Seraphim are created by the local universe creative spirit, and have been projected in unit formation, 41,472 at a time, ever since the creation of the, quote, pattern angels, end quote, and certain angelic archetypes in the early times of Nebadon. The local universe creator and the creative spirit collaborate in the creation of a large number of universe personalities. Following the completion of this united effort, the local universe creator engages in the creation of the material biologic uplifters, the first of the sex creatures, while the universe creative spirit concurrently engages in an initial solitary effort at spirit reproduction. Thus begins the creation of the seraphic hosts of a local universe. These angelic orders are projected at the time of planning for the evolution of mortal will creatures. The creation of seraphim dates from the attainment of relative personality by the universe creative spirit, not as the later coordinate of the master Michael, but as the early creative helper of the local universe creator. Previous to this event, the seraphim on duty in Nebadon were temporarily loaned by a neighboring universe. Seraphim are still being periodically created. The universe of Nebadon is still in the making. The universe creative spirit never ceases creative activity in a growing and perfecting universe. Section 2. Angelic Natures Angels do not have material bodies but they are definite and discrete beings. They are of spirit nature and origin. Though invisible to mortals, they perceive you as you are in the flesh without the aid of transformers or translators. They intellectually understand the mode of mortal life and they share all of mortals' non-sensuous emotions and sentiments. They appreciate and greatly enjoy your efforts in music, art, and real humor. They are fully cognizant of your moral struggles and spiritual difficulties. They love human beings, and only good can result from your efforts to understand and love them. The seraphim are very affectionate and sympathetic beings. They are not sex-emotion creatures. They are much as you will be on the mansion worlds. 
The seraphim are so created as to function on both spiritual and literal levels. There are few phases of morancha or spirit activity which are not open to their ministrations. While in personal status, angels are not so far removed from human beings. In certain functional performances, seraphim far transcend them. They possess many powers far beyond human comprehension. Angels possess inherent and automatic powers of knowing. Therefore, numerous duties, which would be tremendous tasks for mortals, are performed with exceeding ease by seraphim. Angels are superior to you in spiritual status, but they are not your judges or accusers. No matter what your faults, the angels do not sit in judgment on humankind. Neither should individual mortals prejudge others. You do well to love them, but you should not adore them. Angels are not objects of worship. In nature and personality endowment, the seraphim are just a trifle ahead of mortal races in the scale of creature existence. Indeed, when you are delivered from the flesh, you become very much like them. On the mansion worlds, you will begin to appreciate the seraphim, on the constellation spheres to enjoy them, while on Salvington, they will share their places of rest and worship with you. Throughout the whole Marancha and subsequent spirit ascent, your association with the seraphim will be ideal. Your companionship will be superb. Section 3. Unrevealed Angels Numerous orders of spirit beings function throughout the domains of the local universe that are unrevealed to mortals because they are in no manner connected with the evolutionary plan of paradise ascension. In this paper, the word, quote, angel, end quote, is purposely limited to the designation of those seraphic and associated offspring of the universe creative spirit who are so largely concerned with the operation of the plans of mortal survival. There serve in the local universe six other orders of related beings, the unrevealed angels, who are not in any specific manner connected with those universe activities pertaining to the paradise ascent of evolutionary mortals. These six groups of angelic associates are never called seraphim, neither are they referred to as ministering spirits. These personalities are wholly occupied with the administrative and other affairs of Nebadon, engagements which are in no way related to a human's progressive career of spiritual ascent and perfection attainment. Section 4. The Seraphic Worlds The ninth group of seven primary spheres in the Salvington Circuit are the worlds of the Seraphim. Each of these worlds has six tributary satellites, on which are the special schools devoted to all phases of seraphic training. While the seraphim have access to all 49 worlds comprising this group of Salmington spheres, they exclusively occupy only the first cluster of seven. The remaining six clusters are occupied by the six orders of angelic associates unrevealed on Urantia. 
Each such group maintains headquarters on one of these six primary worlds and carries on specialized activities on the six tributary satellites. Each angelic order has free access to all the worlds of these seven diverse groups. These headquarters worlds are among the magnificent realms of Nebadon. The seraphic estates are characterized by both beauty and vastness. Here, each seraphim has a real home, and, quote, home, unquote, means the domicile of two seraphim. They live in pairs. Though not sex creatures, as are the material biologic uplifters and the mortal races, seraphim are negative and positive. In the majority of assignments, it requires two angels to accomplish the task. When they are not encircuited, they can work alone. Neither do they require complements of being when stationary. Ordinarily, they retain their original complements of being, but not necessarily. Such associations are primarily necessitated by function. They are not characterized by sex emotion, though they are exceedingly personal and truly affectionate. Besides designated homes, seraphim also have group, company, battalion, and unit headquarters. They foregather for reunions every millennium and are all present in accordance with the time of their creation. If a seraphim bears responsibilities which forbid absence from duty, Attendance alternates with the seraphim's complement, being relieved by a seraphim of another birth date. Each seraphic partner is thereby present at least every other reunion. Section 5. Seraphic Training Seraphim spend their first millennium as non-commissioned observers on Salvington and its associated world schools. The second millennium is spent on the seraphic worlds of the Salvington Circuit. Their central training school is now presided over by the first 100,000 Nebadon seraphim. And at their head is the original or firstborn angel of this local universe. The first created group of Nebadon seraphim were trained by a core of 1,000 seraphim from Avalon. Subsequently, our angels have been taught by their own seniors. The Melchizedeks also have a large part in the education and training of all local universe angels, Seraphim, Cherubim, and Sanabim. At the termination of this period of training on the Seraphic Worlds of Salvington, Seraphim are mobilized in the conventional groups and units of the angelic organization, and are assigned to some one of the constellations. They are not yet commissioned as ministering spirits, although they have well entered upon the pre-commissioned phases of angelic training. Seraphim are initiated as ministering spirits by serving as observers on the lowest of the evolutionary worlds. After this experience, they return to the associate worlds of the headquarters of the assigned constellation, to begin their advanced studies and more definitely to prepare for service in some particular local system. Following this general education, they are advanced to the service of one of the local systems. 
on the architectural worlds associated with the capital of some Nebadan system, our seraphim complete their training and are commissioned as ministering spirits of time. When once seraphim are commissioned, they may range all Nebadan, even Orvantan, on assignment. Their work in the universe is without bounds and limitations. They are closely associated with the material creatures of the worlds and are ever in the service of the lower orders of spiritual personalities, making contact between these beings of the spirit world and the mortals of the material realms. Section 6. Seraphic Organization After the second millennium of sojourn at Seraphic headquarters, the Seraphim are organized under chiefs, into groups of twelve, parentheses, twelve pairs, twenty-four seraphim, end parentheses, and twelve such groups constitute a company, parentheses, one hundred and forty-four pairs, two hundred and eighty-eight seraphim, end parentheses, which is commanded by a leader. Twelve companies under a commander constitute a battalion, parentheses, one thousand seven hundred twenty-eight pairs, or 3,456 seraphim, end parentheses, and 12 battalions under a director equal a seraphic unit, parentheses, 20,736 pairs, or 41,472 individuals, end parentheses, while 12 units subject to the command of a supervisor constitute a legion numbering 248,832 pairs, or 497,664 individuals. Twelve legions of angels comprise a host, numbering 2,985,984 pairs, or 5,971,968 individuals. And twelve such hosts parentheses, 35,831,808 pairs, or 71,663,616 individuals, end parentheses, make up the largest operating organization of seraphim, an angelic army. A seraphic host is commanded by an archangel, or by some other personality of coordinate status, while the angelic armies are directed by the brilliant evening stars, or by other immediate lieutenants of Gabriel. And Gabriel is the, quote, supreme commander of the armies of heaven, end quote, the chief executive of the sovereign of Nebadon. Though serving under the direct supervision of the infinite mind, as personalized on Salvington, since the bestowal of Michael on Urantia, Seraphim and all other local universe orders have become subject to the sovereignty of the Master Creator. Section 7. Cherubim and Sanabim In all essential endowments, Cherubim and Sanabim are similar to Seraphim. They have the same origin but not always the same destiny. They are wonderfully intelligent, marvelously efficient, touchingly affectionate, and almost human. They are the lowest order of angels, hence all the nearer of kin 
to the more progressive types of human beings on the evolutionary worlds. Cherubim and Sanabim are inherently associated, functionally united. One is an energy-positive personality, the other energy-negative. The right-hand deflector, or positively charged angel, is the cherubim, the senior or controlling personality. The left-hand deflector, or negatively charged angel, is the sanabim, the complement of being. Each type of angel is very limited in solitary function, hence they usually serve in pairs. When serving independently of their seraphic directors, they are more than ever dependent on mutual contact and always function together. Cherubim and Sanabim are the faithful and efficient aids of the seraphic ministers, and all seven orders of seraphim are provided with these subordinate assistants. Cherubim and Sanabim serve for ages in these capacities, but they do not accompany seraphim on assignments beyond the confines of the local universe. The cherubim and sanabim are the routine spirit workers on the individual worlds of the systems. On a non-personal assignment and in an emergency, they may serve in the place of a seraphic pair, but they never function, even temporarily, as attending angels to human beings. That is an exclusive seraphic privilege. When assigned to a planet, Cherubim enter the local courses of training, including a study of planetary usages and languages. The ministering spirits of time are all bilingual, speaking the language of the local universe of their origin and that of their native superuniverse. By study in the schools of the realms, they acquire additional tongues. Cherubim and Sanabim, like Seraphim and all other orders of spirit beings, are continuously engaged in efforts at self-improvement. Only the subordinate beings of power, control, and energy direction are incapable of progression, all creatures having actual or potential personality volition seek new achievements. Cherubim and Sanabim are by nature very near the Marancha level of existence, and they prove to be most efficient in the borderland work of the physical, moranchal, and spiritual domains. These children of the local universe creative spirit are characterized by, quote, fourth creatures, end quote, much as are the Havona servitals and the conciliating commissions. Every fourth cherubim and every fourth sanabim are quasi-material, very definitely resembling the Marancha level of existence. These angelic fourth creatures are of great assistance to the seraphim in the more literal phases of their universe and planetary activities. Such Marancha cherubim also perform many indispensable borderline tasks on the Marancha training worlds and are assigned to the service of the Marancha companions in large numbers. They are to the Marancha spheres about what the midway creatures are to the evolutionary planets. On the inhabited worlds, these Marancha cherubim frequently work in liaison 
with the midway creatures. Cherubim and midway creatures are distinctly separate orders of beings. They have dissimilar origins, but they disclose great similarity in nature and function. Section 8. Evolution of Cherubim and Cenobim Numerous avenues of advancing service are open to cherubim and cenobim, leading to an enhancement of status, which may be still further augmented by the embrace of the divine minister. There are three great classes of cherubim and cenobim with regard to evolutionary potential. 1. Ascension Candidates These beings are by nature candidates for seraphic status. Cherubim and Sanabim of this order are brilliant, though not by inherent endowment equal to the seraphim, but by application and experience, it is possible for them to attain full seraphic standing. 2. Mid-Phase Cherubim All Cherubim and Sanabim are not equal in ascension potential, and these are the inherently limited beings of the angelic creations. Most of them will remain cherubim and sanabim, although the more gifted individuals may achieve limited seraphic service. 3. Marancha cherubim. These, quote, fourth creatures, end quote, of the angelic orders always retain their quasi-material characteristics. They will continue on as cherubim and sanabim together with a majority of their mid-phase siblings pending the completed factualization of the Supreme Being. While the second and third groups are somewhat limited in growth potential, the Ascension candidates may attain the heights of universal seraphic service. Many of the more experienced of these cherubim are attached to the seraphic guardians of destiny and are thus placed in direct line for advancement to the status of mansion world teachers when deserted by their seraphic seniors. Guardians of destiny do not have cherubim and sanabim as helpers when their mortal wards attain the Marancha life. And when other types of evolutionary seraphim are granted clearance for seraphington and paradise, they must forsake their former subordinates when they pass out of the confines of Nebadon. Such deserted cherubim and sanabim are usually embraced by the universe creative spirit, thus achieving a level equivalent to that of a mansion world teacher in the attainment of seraphic status. When, as mansion world teachers, the once embraced cherubim and sanabim have long served on the Marantia spheres, from the lowest to the highest, and when their core on Salvington is over-recruited, the bright and morning star summons these faithful servants of the creatures of time. The oath of personality transformation is administered, and thereupon, in groups of 7,000, these advanced and senior cherubim and sanabim are re-embraced by the universe creative spirit. From this second embrace, they emerge as full-fledged seraphim. Henceforth, the full and complete career of a seraphim, 
with all of its paradise possibilities, is open to such reborn cherubim and sanabim. Such angels may be assigned as guardians of destiny to some mortal being, and if the mortal ward attains survival, then they become eligible for advancement to Seraphington and the seven circles of seraphic attainment, even to paradise and the core of the finality. Section 9. The Midway Creatures The Midway Creatures have a threefold classification. They are properly classified with the ascending children of the Creator. They are factually grouped with the orders of permanent citizenship, while they are functionally reckoned with the ministering spirits of time because of their intimate and effective association with the angelic hosts in the work of serving mortals on the individual worlds of space. These unique creatures appear on the majority of the inhabited worlds and are always found on the decimal or life experiment planets, such as Urantia. Midwayers are of two types, primary and secondary, and they appear by the following techniques. 1. Primary Midwayers the more spiritual group, are a somewhat standardized order of beings who are uniformly derived from the modified ascendant mortal staffs of the planetary administrators. The number of primary midway creatures is always 50,000, and no planet enjoying their ministry has a larger group. 2. Secondary midwayers the more material group of these creatures, vary greatly in numbers on the different worlds, though the average is about 50,000. They are variously derived from the planetary biologic uplifters or from their immediate progeny. There are no less than 24 diverse techniques involved in the production of these secondary midway creatures on the evolutionary worlds of space. The mode of origin for this group on Urantia was unusual and extraordinary. Neither of these groups is an evolutionary accident. Both are essential features in the predetermined plans of the universe architects, and their appearance on the evolving worlds at the opportune juncture is in accordance with the original designs and developmental plans of the supervising life carriers. Primary midwayers are energized intellectually and spiritually by the angelic technique and are uniform in intellectual status. The seven adjutant mind spirits make no contact with them, and only the sixth and the seventh, the spirit of worship and the spirit of wisdom, are able to minister to the secondary group. Secondary midwayers are physically energized by the Edenic technique, spiritually encircuited by the seraphic, and intellectually endowed with the Marantia transition type of mind. They are divided into four physical types, seven orders spiritually, and twelve levels of intellectual response to the joint ministry of the last two adjutant spirits and the Marantia mind. These diversities determine their differential of activity and of planetary assignment.
primary midwayers resemble angels more than mortals. The secondary orders are much more like human beings. Each renders invaluable assistance to the other in the execution of their manifold planetary assignments. The primary ministers can achieve liaison cooperation with both marancha and spirit energy controllers and mind circuiters. The secondary group can establish working connections only with the physical controllers and the material circuit manipulators. But since each order of midwayer can establish perfect synchrony of contact with the other, either group is thereby able to achieve practical utilization of the entire energy gamut, extending from the gross physical power of the material worlds up through the transition phases of universe energies to the higher spirit reality forces of the celestial realms. The gap between the material and spiritual worlds is perfectly bridged by the serial association of mortals, secondary midwayer, primary midwayer, morancha cherubim, mid-phase cherubim, and seraphim. In the personal experience of an individual mortal, these diverse levels are undoubtedly more or less unified and made personally meaningful by the unobserved and mysterious operations of the divine thought adjuster. On normal worlds, the primary midwayers maintain their service as the intelligence core and as celestial entertainers on behalf of the planetary administrator, while the secondary ministers continue their cooperation with the biologic uplifter regime of furthering the cause of progressive planetary civilization. In case of the defection of the planetary administrator and the failure of the material uplifters as occurred on Urantia, the midway creatures become the wards of the system sovereign and serve under the directing guidance of the acting custodian of the planet. But on only three other worlds in Satania do these beings function as one group, under unified leadership, as do the united midway ministers of Urantia. The planetary work of both primary and secondary midwayers is varied and diverse on the numerous individual worlds of a universe. But on the normal and average planets, their activities are very different from the duties which occupy their time on isolated spheres, such as Urantia. The primary midwayers are the planetary historians who, from the time of the arrival of the planetary administrator to the age of settled light and life, formulate the pageants and design the portrayals of planetary history for the exhibits of the planets on the system headquarters worlds. Midwayers remain for long periods on an inhabited world, but if faithful to their trust, they will eventually and most certainly be recognized for their age-long service in maintaining the sovereignty of the local universe creator. They will be duly rewarded for their patient ministry to the material mortals on their world of time and space. Sooner or later, 
all accredited midway creatures will be mustered into the ranks of the ascending children of the Creator and will be duly initiated into the long adventure of the Paradise Ascent in company with those very mortals of animal origin, their earth siblings, whom they so jealously guarded and so effectively served during the long planetary sojourn. This paper had been originally presented by a Melchizedek, acting by request of the chief of the seraphic hosts of Nebadon.